Good morning. It's Friday, January 26th, National Fun at Work Day. And I am of two minds here. One, totally, yes, have fun at work. This is, you spend at least 40 hours a week there. Have so much fun at work. Two, also, it's work. Like, you don't need to have fun. It would be great, great if so, but... Also, I'm not into the mentality of like, hey, we all have fun together. We all hang out together. And that is coming from someone that has been on a couple shows where we are all still very obsessed with each other and only have fun with each other. So I don't know. I guess the thing is just like, let me get my money, you know? And now the news. We're starting with Alabama, where Kenneth Smith, a 58-year-old man who was paid to kill a woman in 1988, has become the first person to be executed with nitrogen gas, which the state said would be humane and critics called cruel and experimental. I talked about this a little bit yesterday when I mentioned the Supreme Court had declined to halt the execution, but litigation would continue through the 30-hour window that began Thursday morning. He was pronounced dead on Thursday at 8.25 p.m. And then over to the E. Jean Carroll defamation case, where Trump took the stand for a whopping three minutes on Thursday. Ahead of his testimony, the judge reiterated that Trump, quote, in fact, sexually abused Carroll. This is a fact because he has already been found liable. Trump reacted by mumbling under his breath and then, while talking over his lawyer, that he intended to say he did not know Carol, which is a lie. A lie he then repeated on the stand, which doesn't seem good or legal, but what do I know? A lot, actually, but not whether there will be ramifications for lying on the stand since this is a trial to decide punishment in a case where there's already been a ruling. So I don't know if that's double jeopardy or not. Is there a lawyer that can tell me about this? He doesn't care about crimes. Anyway, that's where things stand now. And then the rest of this episode is, unfortunately, also Trump, Trump Circle, GOP related. But my intention this year is to really try and lean into these Friday shows when possible. So let's have a little fun here. Starting with Peter Navarro. Peter Navarro is a former Trump aide who has been sentenced to four months in jail and a $9,500 fine for denying a congressional subpoena to talk to the January 6th House Committee. And I think this is great. He was convicted in September. Navarro's attorney tried the classic, oh, but, 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 defense, saying that, yes, Navarro did not comply with the subpoena, but also, oh, man, Marky Meds didn't also, he also is bad, too, as well, so we're all bad here. Yeah, man, we know. Don't worry about what Mark Meadows does, okay? Keep your eyes on your own paper. This is a conversation about you. We will worry about Marky Meds when it's time. These guys are like children. Something to keep in mind about Peter Navarro is that he once called January 6th one of the worst days of his life and then proceeded to do absolutely nothing to convict the person that perpetrated that crime. So there's a there's really a special place in, well, <laughs> turns out jail for people like this. Bye, Peter. Make friends. All right, are you ready for this one? This one is like, this is a story, and then as I was writing it, I lost my mind. 
Despite Nikki Haley doing better than expected in the New Hampshire primary and her vow to stay in the race, which, again, great news for Democrats because it can only help Biden for Trump to continue to lash out at Haley. And actually, I see no reason for her to drop out anyway, even though there's no path for her to really succeed. Anyway, um, so she's going to stay in the race. She did better than expected in New Hampshire. And still, the RNC considered a draft resolution that would have formally declared Trump the party's presumptive nominee. Now, Trump did push back on it, not because he's a good guy, famously he's terrible, but he pushed back because he wants to be picked the old-fashioned way. Literally, that's what he wrote on his super lame social media site. He wants to be picked the old-fashioned way. Side note, calling the primary process old-fashioned is so dumb because it's not old-fashioned, which he capitalized and put quotes around because that dude has never heard of the Grammarly app. It's not old-fashioned. It's just, it's voting. It's just the way it's done, you dinkus. I don't know why I find that so annoying, but I do. I guess it's because everything he does annoys me. Maybe that's it. Eh, whatever. Uh, it does boggle my mind, though. This is where I started to, like, as I was writing it, I kind of lost my mind a little bit here because this, it, it, it boggles my mind that this was even considered for a second because here's the thing. It is an easily provable fact that Trump is bad for the Republican Party. The number of people joining the party versus leaving the party is pretty lopsided. He is bad for the party. And you could easily salvage what's left by deciding, oh, we hate this guy. And he's done crimes. So let's just like really lean into the fact that he's done crimes. We saw him do crimes. Um, others he's already been found liable for. Let's lean into that and get him out of the party. But they don't. And yes, some people do actually like him, but they, they don't do it even though they don't like this guy, but they do love the money that his supporters bring in. And so because they love the money they get now, they are continuing to support this guy that is ultimately bad for the party. And eventually this means the money will stop coming in because that is how it works. And to prove how all in they all are, they were willing to just ignore the voters that supported Haley, which are probably Biden curious and could vote for a Democrat just to like get Trump to be the nominee early, which then all but guarantees that a bunch of those voters who were Haley voters, but now don't even get to cast a meaningful vote in the primary will probably come on over to Biden's side. So in a close election, you're so all in on a dude that you hate that you're willing to further bring your party down just so you can help out a guy who will continue to bring your party down. Make it make sense. Don't get me wrong. This is a party that wants to strip away the rights of anyone that is not a cis, het, rich, white men in red states. So like, yes, ruin yourself. We love to see it. But also, make it make sense. Just make it make sense. Make it make, whatever. I, it's not going to. So why care, you know? And that's it. That's the news. I'm proud of people that have fun. Find fun in boring things. I think that's good for you. But more than that, because you're not boring, you're just fun. I'm proud of you.